previously on Quantum Kickflip. I feel like I can count on you all, and sometimes I act like I can do this stuff on my own, and it's way easier if we all work together. We've been over this. We're, we're a crew, got each other's backs, we're all in. You know, uh, I've made a lot of my choices, my creative inspiration for slug blasting based on the Null crew fussed specifically their stunts division and you know Brindley watching you out there today I I guess what I found impressive was that you live audaciously whether folks are watching or not that's all I am to you after after everything I'm still just that that kid you caught in your temple clearly fine and Maeve stands up from her bunk and kind of storms past Carmina and out into the hallway and I'm going to give you the challenge of called out a faction publicly challenges you to a plus three bite run. We cut to the camera view as it's following Mogi Jacksonville of stunts. We know you're a big fan of the show, so we want you, Helix. Come on and take on our challenge. <laughs> yes. And, and then he he, he just, uh, he not taps you. He just like, bam, just calls right <laughs> in. <laughs> That's next on Stunts! Welcome back to another episode of Quantum Kickflip, a Slug Blaster actual play podcast. My name is Lena. I am your host and your slug master. And with me are five of my best and funniest friends in the whole world who are going to introduce themselves to you now. And as you introduce yourselves to me, players, I want to know, how daring are you? Hi, I'm Robin, and I play Maybelline Zandros, the Grit playbook with the photonic jacket uh, and... I feel like I'm not very daring. I think about the most daring thing I do is uh, ride my bike with my dog on a leash, which doesn't sound that daring, but if you think about it, there's some room for that to go horribly wrong. But she loves it, and I love her, so I will dare. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Hello, I'm Liam. I play Helix Pinnacle. He's the smarts playbook with the hard light board. And uh, regular listeners will might recall, uh, as a young man, I was not particularly daring. I think I told a story about not going on an adventure <laughs> up the stairs uh, to the top of West Edmonton Mall, the roof of West Edmonton Mall. But I do feel like as I've gotten older, I have gotten much more daring in that I am much more likely to lit people off in public. <laughs> uh, I've, I I was at an airport recently, and as I walked through all the people who had gotten up and started standing in line to get on the plane, blocking the entire walkway, as I walked through, I was like, oh yeah, I've got to stand up, got to stand there, be standing, so I'm in the line so I can stand a bunch more, <laughs> like as I'm trying to shuffle away through them, and uh, Amanda rolled her eyes at me when we were done. Uh, <laughs> like, you knew who you proven anything to, but yeah, I, I think I'm more daring as I get old because I will not suffer bullshit anymore. I'm Michael Vetch, and I play Walton Wick, the chill playbook with the robot companion. Not daring. Um, Whoa, I almost fell off my chair. That's the most daring thing I've done all day. This is why you can't try uh, more difficult things. Yeah, no, uh, uh, chairs are daring enough. It's an adventure every time I sit. Um, Who's next? Hello, my name is David Ray. I play Trev Four, uh, who is the Heart Playbook with the Hyper Optic Visor. Uh, for me, I like sometimes I'm daring. Like f- uh, 
but if my neck is threatened, then no, no, mm. no threatened. If I if I think my neck is uh, under threat, no. Vampirism is out. But I will throw down, uh, throw myself down a flight of stairs because I'm like, I think I can control that. <laughs> Your neck isn't it isn't at risk when you throw yourself downstairs if you do it right. You, <laughs> you start with your knees and you roll down. I did it three times for a dumb video that I did back in college. Uh, <laughs> turned out perfectly fine. Hello, my name is Glenna. I play Brinley Zerk. She is the Guts playbook and she's the gravity blaster in the form of a gauntlet. I'm not very daring, no. <laughs> um, I, I think like Liam, I have gained daringness as I, as I get older. But I'm not as old as Liam, so I'm not as daring as Liam. <laughs> mm. It'll go up though. It'll go up yeah. exponentially as I as I increase my age. Sounds like you're like gaining XP to level up. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. You like you choose to get older? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Like we all do. It's a grind. <laughs> Rise and grind. I had to kill so many rats to get to 35. <laughs> <laughs> And as I mentioned, my name is Lena. I am your host and Slugmaster. Uh, I don't go on theme park rides that put me upside down. Never have, never will. Uh, so that is probably a pretty solid answer to the question, how daring are you? <laughs> Speaking of daring, Gold Star Disaster has been dared by stunts to do a challenge run in which I get three extra bite. So I am excited to take a bite out of this run. Let's play some Slug Blaster. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, bite it. Against a black background, stark white text appears in a scrawling permanent marker font. A voice reads the text aloud. What you are about to see is stupid, reckless, disgusting, and should only be attempted by professionals. Do not try this at home. We're not kidding. You're gonna get hurt, you're gonna get killed, and it's not gonna look nearly as cool or as stupid as you want it to look. For real, you absolute moron, do not try this at home. The following episode contains mature subject matter. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Crashing into the background with a cocoon sound effect is the logo. Fust stunts with a Z. The camera fades in at a crooked angle on a wintry Null Street. Mogi Jacksonville is standing far too close, wearing a t-shirt in spite of the weather. His wild eyes and shaggy beard are prominent as he speaks into the camera. Hey everybody, it's me, Mogi Jacksonville, and this is Stunts. Now, normally, I'm the one who takes care of all of you, but this week, Daddy's taking a back seat because we've got some new kids on the block who want to piss in the big boy pool. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of a certain Helix Pinnacle or Professor Helix. The camera cuts to footage of Helix, suspended by a jellykin on the apex of a giant loop, then to Helix in a utilitarian lab coat and goggles wrestling with Cobrakin, then to footage of Helix grinding along a hard light spiral in a colorful candy dimension. <laughs> Mogi speaks in voiceover throughout. What is he the professor of? According to our extensive research, it's sticky substances, specimen collection, and impromptu grinding. Sounds like my Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> 
The sound effect of a woman moaning suggestively plays as the camera cuts back to Mogi. <laughs> Since this kid seems to think he's the top dog of stunts, we're giving him a chance to bark. We have a challenge for you, so-called Professor Helix, so-called Pinnacle. You're invited to fuck up Slamtown. <laughs> The camera cuts to Helix Pinnacle in a neutral interview setting, sitting across from Mogi's right-hand man, Shart. So, Helix, I hear you're a big fan of fuss and of stunts. Uh, how does it feel to have been selected through a unique process to participate in one of the challenges? I must say I'm extremely enthusiastic for this opportunity to show how extreme I can be and what a daring individual me and my, my whole crew, Gold Star Disaster, can be. I really think we're going to step up to the, the challenge and uh, we're... We're going to fuck up Slamtown? Yeah, and I'm, he's kind of, he's got a bit of flop sweat. And for all his bravado and all his talk, he has very little media training. Uh, he's, he's definitely the guy you want to talk to the cops for you. We learned last episode, but he's not the ones, he's not the guy you want talking to the, he's not the face of this operation. And that, that, uh, uh, th- if anyone ever heard um, Nixon on uh, Laugh-In, uh, so- sock it to me? Uh, that's sort of how he says, uh, fuck up Slamtown. Yeah, huh, you you would know about uh, uh, stepping up, huh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, go cut to it. And then the camera cuts to uh, footage of Helix opening his door uh, uh, with his hair messy and uh, shirtless and in pajamas, immediately getting just like punted by a giant boot. Uh, and you hear Sharp behind the frame go, oh, you got stunt punted. And then it cuts <laughs> back to this interview setting. It says, oh, yeah, speaking of your crew, and uh, so you're, you're part of a Slug Blaster crew, a gold star disaster from Operablum. Uh, slug Blasters uh, are known for exploring other dimensions. They pull off cool tricks. Uh, some of them get famous that way. So um, did that just like not pan out for you and now you're here with us or what? <laughs> We're still gr- grinding. Like a Tuesday night. No, wait. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, so a little bit in your background, uh, you're a member of uh, what's called the Pinnacle Project. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I just know what's called the Pinnacle Project and that they make the perfect operablin. Is that just a pickup line? Uh, uh, no, because I, I don't currently have a partner, significant other. Um, but Can I use it as a pickup line? Yeah, yeah, it's it's it could it could work. Yeah, you're. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's and then he he begins describing some of the science of the Pinnacle Project, and I think it quickly fades. Like he gets two <laughs> seconds in, and he's like, "Well, you see, it's a biological engineering initiative." <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, it crossfades, uh, and you hear uh, like the Charlie Brown trumpet. <laughs> as it, the camera cuts back to Mogi. Let's see what the rest of Helix's crew has to say about this challenge will they fuck up slam town or go crying on home as the sound effect of a crying baby plays the camera cuts to each individual member of gold star disaster confessional style and we are going to start with maybelline listen i don't know what this tv show is i've never watched it i don't know anything about null if i'm being honest but but one thing i know is challenges and if we've been challenged then we're stepping up to the plate or the the line or what, whatever it is that we need to step up to. I'm very unclear on what we're doing, but we're going to win at whatever it is. Walt. Wait, where are we right now? Did did anyone else get kidnapped? I, I know no one else was in my apartment when I was at home, but I, I don't, I didn't have anyone to, there was like, no one's going to find that note if they left a note. What are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> Walton, we are supposed to be competing in a competition. R- right, Carson again, thank you, but do, do they know that we're here? Do they know that 
<laughs> Trap four. Hello. I am ready for any kind of task, daring or otherwise. Brindley. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to doing some stunts. Some stunts. <laughs> yeah. The camera cuts back to Mogi. Let's see how these aspiring dumbasses do in this week's episode of Stunts. Fust Stunts with a Z hits the screen again as it freeze frames. Uh, so we're going to check in with all of you super quick with Gold Star Disaster. Um, you're in a null community hall that has been rented for a private event. Uh, <laughs> cameras are everywhere. Uh, there's craft services with like uh, veggies and crackers and little sandwiches and stuff over to one side. Um, and there's like one corner that has been done up with like, you know those like neutral backgrounds you see when celebrities are getting like interviewed about movies or whatever? Uh, that's where all of you have been. It's where Helix was with uh, Shart doing the interview. It's where all of you went one at a time to deliver your confessional. A press junket. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> that's what that is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then Shart says, all right, we're clear. Uh, you guys just uh, have a few minutes and... Uh, we're going to uh, get you to your first uh, destination. So uh, real stoked, real stoked to have you guys all on board. And uh, yeah, interested to, to work with you and collaborate with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, M- Mr. Chart, I just want to say. Mr. Chart was my father. Chart, I just want to say I'm, I'm, I'm a really big fan. I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. It really, really means a lot to me. And uh, Gold Star Disaster, you know, we, we've never actually been to Null uh, and and uh, and and yeah, maybe his eyes are starting to like dart away because he's 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 fanboying a little, and that flop sweat has continued off camera. Um, he's he's having a hard time processing this. Yeah, yeah, no, this is cool. Like, uh, honestly, it's not very often that like we get slug blasters who like work with us. Like, sometimes they do just kind of like steer clear and do their own thing. I guess they're trying to like take it seriously or whatever. Uh, so the fact that you guys are here with us is like, it's really cool for both of us, you know? I mean, to be fair, when you try to recruit slug blasters to work with him, do you, do you swat them all on the testicles like you did with Helix? Because I feel like that might be part of your problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I don't know, man. Mogi is a wild card. He's a wild soul. Fair. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, c- come on, Maybelline, it's it's part of the brand. It's part of the, the what makes it fun. It's it's a null tradition. It's a real null tradition. And then he's going to w- uh, hit uh, Walt. <laughs> Um, and it's like not funny <laughs> if it's not one of the things you guys already kind of have. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my Dibo vice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tra- spending a bite right now to give Walt the slam of bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sorry, Walt. I didn't mean to do it that hard. Oh, guys, I I feel it in my lungs. It's radiating. Helix, why are we here? What what do they mean, fuck up Slamtown? Well, that's one of the things FUST stands for. I thought it was follow us to Slamtown, but is that, this is like a like a takeover? Like we get to come in and, and do it our way? Or how's this work? I believe it's an etymological disputed fact. Some people say follow us. Some people say fuck up, uh, you know. Is it like, isn't that like bugs? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but bugs are actually entomology, and he, it's an interesting biological fact, actually, the etymology of entomology. And again, the camera just pans away. As he's being a, bo- a boring nerd. <laughs> in an interview, and it pans away. 
and see someone, yeah, with a camera and then someone in an editing bay like pulling up that Charlie Brown sound effect again. I'm like, we're gonna need that. We're gonna keep that handy. Yeah, there's speakers like it's not even rolling. There was there was like a hidden camera person like looking through the window like the office and even they're bored and they're just like, they turn to a vending machine. Ooh, Bryn, while well, I got you. Yeah. Uh, and, and Maybelline kind of pulls Bryn aside and is like, uh, so listen, a bet's a bet, and uh, I wanted to make good, so uh, and she reaches into her jacket and pulls out uh, three. Can I have three? Yeah, I'll give you three. Uh, three uh, silvery orbs that she lifted from the Arborist Temple and is like, now I, I had to grab these in a bit of a hurry on my way out because, uh, well, I don't want to get into it, but uh, suffice to say, I, uh, I don't quite know what they do the they don't really let me handle the orbs most of the time i'm not at that level of arborism so uh there are wild cards but here you go awesome radical thank you very much mave uh you have honored your promise and i will not forget that i am just glad that i get to learn so much about the culture here in null I'm going to interact with some of the locals. And immediately you see Trev 4 go over to just somebody else and start talking to him. You don't hear it because it's at a distance, but Trev does start up the conversation by nut tapping them just immediately. And (laughs) he's learned that that's the customary greeting in hell. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, Perfect. Oh, and he just powered up his arms too. Service. Uh, yeah, they're immediately keeled over, and then you just watch it at a distance of just like <laughs> this Trev poor is PA. Like, <laughs> get him back on his feet and everything like that, and this is apologizing clearly, and then is attempting to use like euphorphil to like take care of him, and uh, they're just like now out of it completely. You're just watching this at a distance, and vignette in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Helix, you're, uh, I mean, this is your thing. You're the fan of the show. You know what's up. So uh, I think you're taking point on this. Tell us what we can do to, to win this challenge. Uh, well, uh, as, as a fan of the show, I can tell you most episodes, whenever they, especially the guest episodes, usually breaks down into kind of three segments. A lot of null programming is broken up by commercial breaks. Uh, about at about a ratio of seven minutes to two and a half minutes. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm stating facts again when I get nervous. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be probably some kind of a prank we got to watch out for, react to, maybe give it back to them in some way. Uh, there'll be some kind of daring challenge, likely a, like an obstacle course or perhaps uh, just some other sort of trick or stunt. That's that's going to be where we shine. That's that's going to be in our wheelhouse. And then the last thing will likely be something gross. Uh, sort of a gross-out <laughs> challenge, uh, uh, you know, eat a bug type of thing. While this conversation's happening, Trevor has gotten the attention of a medic by going up to him and, like, nut-tapping them. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening all over again. Trev just, like, Tre- hands on his hips, just trying to figure out what to do. Tre- Trev, group, group up here, pal. Group up. <laughs> Hello. I was just greeting the, the, the locals. <laughs> uh, I actually think it, I, I I misspoke. It's a it's a handshake. Generally, the nut tapping thing is um uh, for for stunts, but I feel like we're beyond that now. Uh, 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 oh jeez. <laughs> well, don't sweat it, Helix. Or maybe too late for that. But uh, I think we'll we'll do fine. The three stage uh, competition, pranks, gross stuff. We we've, we've got the the skills for that between the five of us. I believe so. I've eaten lots of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Shart comes up. Yeah, he went over to get some coffee. Uh, and he says, uh, 
All right, uh, we, we've got everything pretty much uh, set up and good to go here. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to the start of what may be a long and fruitful relationship. Are we ready to get this challenge going? I gotta say, you're very different off camera compared to on camera. What? Uh, it's my persona. Oh, uh, oh, it's like a character. Mm. Do we need characters? I didn't prepare a character. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just be your genuine self, Maeve. I think that will endear us the most. I think the only person maybe needs to step it up is me. <laughs> <laughs> Gold Star Disaster is ready to roll. Let's do it. And uh, you head towards your first challenge. The camera opens on a church on a winter day. The sky is white and the ground is white. The church is a modest brown building with a steep roof, a cross embedded in the front, and a name that's blurred out. A bulletin side out front currently reads, Service, 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. Rise and shine and be divine. <laughs> Mogi is in front. His breath mists out in front of him as he addresses the camera. This church basement in Hillview is the home base of Doorways, uh, a group about slug blaster safety. Recently, the chapter of Doorways have changed their tune from a bunch of narcs and buzzkills to a group that aims to understand slug blasting and meet kids halfway. And who better to embark on a mission of diplomacy and kiss up to some milfs than the crew of Gold Star Disaster? <laughs> <laughs> the camera cuts to Shart and Gold Star Disaster standing on the road outside the church. Shart is wearing an operable disguise that is not very passable at all. He's got mirrored shades to hide his tiny little eyes. He's wearing a silvery polyester jumpsuit, and he inexplicably has glow-in-the-dark face paint on. He is holding <laughs> a camera and giving a briefing to Gold Star Disaster. So, okay, uh, Doorways thinks that a group of ambassadors from Operablum is paying them a visit for a little cultural exchange, and it's up to you to bring the culture. Maybe you can share some of your language, you know, teach them a few key phrases that will help them get by in Operablum, huh? Wink, wink. <laughs> or you could show them how to prepare a local cuisine that might be a little too refined for null taste buds, uh, nudge, nudge. Uh, surely there's some traditional Operablum practices that you can get them to participate in, because, you know, it'd be rude. If they didn't, right? <laughs> so how you do it is up to you. Just make sure Doorways is a little more mm, culturally enriched before you go. And then he hoists the camera up on his shoulder and preps it to roll. <laughs> oh, well, I think we can get this one in the bag. Uh, Maybelline, Bryn, you, you guys have mouths like sky sailors. Uh, why, why don't you, you know, take some of the great slug blasting lingo? Your, your Gridge, Vux, Vorgel, uh, re really sell it to them, and I bet we can have this uh, church. Was it? It looks like a congregation of of upstanding citizens. Uh, really, just just cussing up an operable storm. I would like to say that I think I would be a very good candidate to share much information about Operablum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would they would have to believe you? You're a robot. Why would a computer lie to a person? Yes. Why would a computer lie to a person? I know I wouldn't. Wait, if this group's just like, if their mission's just to make slug blasting safer for, for slug blasters, like, are, are we really going to poorly represent Operablin like this? Or like, Well, we're not representing Operablin, really, while we're representing Gold Star Disaster in the face, or to the, to the face of all the f slug blasting fans of Fust. We're, we're, no one, no one 
uncool is going to see this. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of grid slug blasters from all over the, the multiverse. And they want us to be rude to innocent people? Rude to stuck-up, stuffy nerds, yeah? Excuse me. I am a little confused. Why would we want to be rude? Do we want to present a good face? It, it, it's funny, guys. It's really funny to, to harass people <laughs> on the streets. I, okay, well, it's, you're making me sound like a jerk to say it out loud, uh, but you just like, there's, it's, it's mischief, you know? It's, it's mischief. I think, I, I think I'm picking up, picking up what you're putting down, Helix. I, I think we're overthinking this. We're, to them, we're basically aliens, right? Like, they've never seen anything like us before. Or if they have, it's you know very rare occasions. I, I yeah, yeah. Think of it as uh, we're we're holding up a mirror to their cultural assumptions and uh, not harassing nice people trying to get through their weekend. <laughs> All right, well, let's ring the buzzer then. Hang on one sec. Uh, and uh, Maeve wants to uh, use her hard light jacket. Um, can I? Just uh, add to my already uh, more limbs than they're used to with a bunch of extra hard light tentacles. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Be a shambling tentacle monster. Cool. Do I need to roll for this? <laughs> roll to temporarily augment your jacket with useful hard light ornaments. This sounds extremely useful. So yeah, let's get a roll. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll add a d6 to it. We got a five. A five. A mixed success. Ooh, Okay. So you are going to get your uh, uh, tentacles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can also sit on the complication until we get I in might, there. I might, I might, I uh, might uh, just hold this close to my heart <laughs> until I until uh, the moment presents itself, <laughs> uh, and then, oh baby, that complication will come into play. Uh, so if no one has any opposition, Maeve will Maeve will kind of step out in front with all these tentacles waving. And sort of burst through the double doors of the front of the church. I mean, like, people of Null, we have come from Operablum to make contact. Take us to your leader. Um, okay, this is the complication. Everyone screams and runs away. <laughs> um, like, you know, they, they like run and hide under tables behind like an old wooden upright piano. Uh, just everyone like screams and takes cover. <laughs> <laughs> Maeve, that wasn't the buzzer at all. Take us to your high commander. Uh, we demand it. We are the Operablin delegation. Uh, Maeve, you're from Thunaspa, remember? Yeah, but they don't know that. We're try I'm trying to, like, be, uh, you know, present a united front here. I thought maybe you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I forgot where I'm from? Yeah, I don't know. I forget things all the time. That's fair. <laughs> Thank you for looking out for me. <laughs> uh, uh, so pe the people are like kind of cowering a little bit um, but one woman finds the strength uh, to like crawl out from under the table uh, and stand up um, she's like kind of middle aged she's got this like uh, blonde bob um, and is wearing like this flowery blouse and a flashy necklace she's like oh you you said you're 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 the the Cultural ambassadors from Operablum. That's right, and I. Ooh, are those are those finger sandwiches over there? Uh, yes. You you eat finger sandwiches. I eat whatever I claim as my own. I appoint uh, this one. She gestures to Helix as as the official delegate. Uh, as I have much business to attend to, and just kind of wanders off and starts uh, plowing through some egg salad sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> 
Yeah, I'm I'm the delegate here. My my name is Helix Pinnacle, and I am the pinnacle of operablen perfection. So that's why they sent me, so that you can see what the best look like. Uh, but first, you must join us in song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trev, Trev, hit it. Ah, uh, yes. I shall regale you with one of uh, Kindred's great songs. Kindred, leading the way to Kindred, to Kindred. Come on, everyone, sing along. Glory, glory, glory. Kindred, glory, glory. Kindred, glory. And as it goes on, like, uh, uh, Trev 4 is going to once again step forward uh, and just tries to nut tap. He, he is confused. He is utterly confused by lying because you're like saying <laughs> we're supposed to be a delegation from Operator yeah. but he's not getting this like lie part of it. <laughs> and so he's like, so is it yes or no? It's an error. It's false. He, he's also getting he's confused with like, oh, yeah. this is not a greeting. Yeah. Uh, or like the nut tap is not a greeting. So he's just getting confused. Uh-huh. So uh, he goes to like uh, nut tap this middle-aged woman and, and just bam. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so you're sort of leading them in song. And like uh, initially like this woman uh, uh, is like very tentatively starting to sing and kind of looks around at the other people who are hiding. Yeah. And they're still like not fully convinced if they're going to like crawl out and, and join in. A couple of them are like starting to slowly make their way forward like scared animals i guess sure being tempted out with food but the food is a weird kindred song um i would like a role to see how successful this song is in oh okay uh bringing these people together okay i guess i'm just going to roll with an extra d6 um from your heart or from my heart yeah my my (laughs) visor i don't see how it helped (laughs) yeah um Correction. I do, I am going to take it from the visor because across the visor will be the words. Uh, <laughs> yes, to the song. so good. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a one and a four. Okay, a mixed success. It's probably like uh, the the lyrics are somewhat the same, and then he's Trev Four is trying to uh, figure out how to like really uh, make this silly. And so all he does is just puts uh, uh, the the lyrics from Three's Company into it. <laughs> Come and knock at our door. I forget the rest. Uh, David Ray forgets it. Come and knock on our door. We've got stories for you where the kisses are hers and And hers hers and and his. Three's company, company too. Uh, Can the complication be that the people in the church recognize it because it's Three's company? Yeah, that might be it. (laughs) Three's company, too. Oh, that's, that's an interesting song from Operablum. And the woman kind of looks around and everyone else is kind of giving like weird, I don't know, kind of looks. That is correct. It is from Opera Ablum and not from Null. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, all right. Um, well, uh, uh, c- come on in and, and maybe we uh, can uh, tell you a little bit about um, 
our mission and the exciting changes that Doorways has made to better reach out to uh, slug blasters uh, and to people from different dimensions. And as she like starts to light up and move towards uh, a, a wheelie whiteboard that you didn't notice before, Shart looks at you, Helix, and he's like, his eyes go kind of wide and he starts shaking his head a little like, uh, and then he like tilts his head to the side and closes his eyes like, <sighs> like, don't, please don't let this woman uh, do her doorways lecture. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, ma'am. I'm sorry I didn't get your name. Linda Blatch. Hi, Linda Blatch. Uh, <laughs> that all seems very interesting. Uh, but we were actually hoping to to share some of uh, our mission, and you know we're we're the cultural delegation here. It it would be uh, rude if you didn't let us speak first and and teach you some of uh, the the language that we speak on Operablum. Oh, 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 of of course. I mean, we we have a limited amount of uh, time for our meeting, but uh, I mean, some cultural en- enrichment would be very good for for doorways as a whole. So yes, yes, please. Sure, sure. And then um, I think he's gonna he's gonna get. I wanted you guys to help me with yeah. the swears, but I think he's going to put on his Professor Helix persona. I think he's starting to relax a little bit, uh, and I'd like to my role to be involved my hard light board. He's going to slam it down uh, sort of horizontal on the ground and have the hard light come up to just completely cover her board oh, okay. um, in hard light. Uh, <laughs> and then with your pen, can you then write on it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You you guys give me the the swear word and I will tell them what it means. But yeah, or even if you want to be the one doing that, I, yeah. Helix's offer is that he's going to literally cover up her whiteboard with a hard light board, with literally his hard light board. Yeah, whiteboard nice. versus light board. Yes, I love it. Uh, so you're giving the presentation after all. Yeah, let's get that roll. So I'm going to use uh, the energy lattice roll to turn it into a custom shape, including a tool. A whiteboard is a tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am going to also use 1d6 from the turbo. A six. Nice. Yeah. Two and a six. I'm assuming this hard light, uh, this light board is like the same sort of purpley color as Helix's hard light tends to be. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice. And so, nice. Um, Maeve kind of gestures to Bryn with the, with the pen and is like, you want to take notes? All right, then it's decided. I will lead us in an arborist prayer to uh, facilitate cultural exchange, and I will explain uh, the meaning behind it as we go. Uh, so first of all, uh, the, the the word forester in our culture means uh, like a, like gathering together like the trees in a forest. A forester is like a big meetup of, of people who, who share a common interest. So forester... So we're at a forester right right now. Right now, yeah. But not just any forester. A very special forester is known as a forester tarment. That's like a a very, an extremely important forester, like the meeting of two cultures that's happening right now. This is a forester tarment. And so we just, we want to bless this forester tarment in in the name of the arborist and in in the name of whatever nonsense you believe in. No offense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So forester tarments... Uh, Forester Tarment is uh, a uh, plogi, uh, that means uh, 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 hallowed. Uh, Vorgal, uh, that means uh, sacred. Uh, Scrod Heap, uh, now that one uh, sounds a little odd, but it's uh, it's a bounty, like a, like one of those horns of plenty, you know, it's like a, a heap of, of riches. Uh, Vuxhole, now that one... <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> that one is uh, um, 
like we want we want to be the 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 vessel uh to be filled with divine light uh we want to be we want to be the hole that all the divine energy falls into <laughs> so to to reiterate forester tarment is a plogy vorgel scrod heap vux hole if we could get everyone to say that together please forester tarment is a plogy <laughs> vorgel scrod heap vux hole all right come on everybody we can say this it's an arborist prayer come on everybody and like they start they actually like emerge out and like step forward and like uh, she kind of leads them but is also looking back to you at literally every word because she like or like looking back to the white the light board <laughs> at literally every word and they're all say together in a chorus Forester Tarment is a plogy Vorgel Scrawheep Voxhole they're very good very good no lights oh uh, Helix looks over at, at uh, Shart and is like, thumbs up? Like, is this better? <laughs> and Shart uh, returns the thumbs up uh, enthusiastically. Um, and Linda Blatch uh, looks at you and says, oh, so you're, are you an arborist then? Uh, well, it's, uh, um, who's asking? <laughs> oh, I, I, I just ask because, you know, we doorways have uh, had some communications with arborists in the past. We, in fact, uh, we know a slug blaster here in Null who not too long ago became an arborist himself. So we know a little bit of that. Um, what's your name? I am the, uh, oh, me? You want to know my name? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Nexus Master of Deciduum Temple. I have no name. I have only my title. And and I'm Professor Helix. Oh, are you an arborist too? No, I'm a professor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so exciting. Well, uh, I, we can't wait to share with the other doorways that we met the Nexus Master. Yeah, yeah. Tell them, tell them you did. <laughs> They'll love that. <laughs> and tell them the Nexus Master told you to say that thing. Oh, yes, definitely to tell them the the prayer that we discussed. Is our secretary writing this down? And you see someone in the corner, like, looking and being like, Scrod heap. Voxhole. <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of translation orb happening? Or how we're just not worried about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we speaking? No. Love globes? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I, for I forgot about uh, language barriers. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-dimensional language barrier. I mean, I could see if Doorways was gathered to to do this today and like was was expecting an Operablen delegation. Maybe they have like the Lobe Globe translators we had in season one. Yeah, um, uh, sure. That that makes sense to me. Or maybe it is like a, a very rough like it's not a sophisticated orb that you attach to your temple that then translates everything perfectly. Maybe it is some kind of machine. So you like one of you starts talking and then it's, the machine is like ngang, 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 and kind of delivers it in that voice and then she talks and then it goes ngang, 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 ngang. like it's kind of the same voice the, with like six inputs maybe. One yeah. of those like conference call phone things that sits on the middle of yeah, the boardroom yeah, 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 table. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, like you did happen to pick, uh, I mean with the six, too, right? Yeah. You picked the words that, um, you know, don't quite have an exact translation. Yeah. 
and well, and that's maybe part of Helix's board is like uh, it's it's translating into null characters in real time kind of thing. Or yeah, I have I, Brin, I imagine Brinley writing it. Yeah, um, but it's yeah maybe like a Google Translate thing. Like you're writing it and it's putting it into VUX from whatever we. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh goodness! Uh, look at the time. I know you said you had a presentation you wanted to share with us, but I'm sorry, we must bring this uh, Forrester Tarment to an end. We've got. Uh, Second breakfast to get to. Oh, oh, so soon. I, I mean, this is a a forester tarment after all. The 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 best of of, of foresters. Uh, it would be a shame to cut this off so soon. But if if you must get going, that's we understand. Maeve starts uh, loading up on the finger sandwiches, tucking them into all her pockets. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've got. He's looking at chart. I think we've got everything we need. I mean, everything we wanted to share with you. Well, before you go, uh, we do have—I uh, do have some some questions, I guess, about Operablem. Sure. Well, you said your your name was was Helix Pinnacle, right? Yes. Uh, we we heard something about Pinnacle that, and you said something about being the, the best Operablem. Um, what what's that like? Be the 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 Pinnacle thing that you're a part of? We've heard stuff about it in in uh, some various news outlets, but we don't know very much. So if you know a little more about it, we'd be happy to hear some more. Uh, um, wow, you've, you've heard of the Pinnacle Project here in Null. Uh, yes, it's just a project to biologically engineer operablins who can survive in the harshest conditions, including the toxic cloud that exists on our plane. Oh. And he kind of looks around, he's like, that's not a lie, that's, he just didn't know what else to do, he got anxious and said a fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> That that sounds really terrifying. Well, it is for people who haven't been biologically engineered to survive the toxic gas, I, I suppose. So have you all been biologically engineered? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I have all the genes from both my dads, um, and they um, I have ninety eight of them. Ninety eight genes. Ninety eight genes. <laughs> yeah. Does that give you any sort of superhuman ability? I mean, I knew this, and she just does a standing flip. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple people just like applaud politely. Uh, yeah, and and this guy can talk to animals. What? <laughs> Felix, I don't, I, I don't talk to animals. What are you talking about? No, you could talk to that that one animal, right? The yeah. animal that you, your animal companion. Well, and Maeve's like winking at you. Well, like, he's, he's not an animal. No, in fact, I'm made up of data. Oh God, we just saw this thing for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. My name is Carsonikin. Lovely to meet you all. Um, uh, this is my animal. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. You're doing great. Well, why? It doesn't make it interesting if everyone can talk to him. I don't. I don't understand what I'm supposed he, to he, do here. He makes it talk. I mean, sorry, uh, language translation. He makes it talk. Yeah, he's a he's a beast master. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I rose up from the sludge beneath the fog, and she wriggles her hard light tentacles. <laughs> Gosh, I'm look. I'm I'm sorry, everyone. This is just I don't know what's going on here. And uh, Walt actually hops on his board and skates out the the doors that were burst open at the front of the church. Walton, wait up! Is it crab skitter, crab skitter, crab skitter? <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions? Uh. No, no, that's that's everything. Thank you for 
Thank you for stopping by at this Forester Tarment. We hope to see you again for another Forester. Yeah, no, next next Forester. Catch you, catch you then. Maeve is uh, is looking out the doors uh, after Walt and kind of like, like I think she was starting to get into it and having a little fun with this prank of like, ah, we're we're messing with these people. Remind her a lot of the Arborists, and so it's fucking with them is fun. But yeah. I think seeing Walt's uh, negative reaction kind of realizes that maybe she uh has has crossed a line or something but i don't think she goes after him but she kind of stares off and is like uh i think i i think i think trev four does because uh, i mean his intuition can pick up on some sort of reading that something is off about um walt so uh trev four leaves and like Tries to catch up. It doesn't take long, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah, if y'all are cool with it, I think I want to follow Trev Four as he goes to find Walt. Sure, yeah, maybe Helix and, and uh, 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 Brinley, kind of as they're saying goodbye, Brinley does another standing flip and then they leave. <laughs> but they kind of leave, like, shaking hands and talking and bringing Shart and the camera crew with them. But yeah, those two are way ahead um, to catching up to Walt. Walt has uh, just sort of like settled down sitting on the edge of a sidewalk somewhere. Um, I guess it, it, it's in Hillview, right? He's just like, he's on the street that's not Main Street. <laughs> I see this church as being in like a somewhat residential sort of area. So it's not very like busy right now. No like cars or anything like that. You probably, there might even be like a park close by where you can like sit under a tree or something. It is winter, so it is pretty cold. uh, And where you sit might be like kind of wet and chilly with snow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think Walt's just sitting on like on the sidewalk and uh, just kind of shivering a little bit. And Karstinikin's sort of sat down beside him and he's clicking his claws against some icicles that are forming over a sewer drain. (laughs) (laughs) Walt, what seems to be the matter? Oh, Trev, hey. uh, I don't know, I just... This run doesn't feel like what Gold Star Disaster does. I don't know, I... I thought I was getting the idea of what slug blasting was about, and... I don't know, I wasn't even really good at that. I I peeled back, I'm never really pulling tricks or stunts or anything like that and i i guess i don't know anything about this pranking business it is interesting that we are doing pranks i did not know it would be a part of slug blasting but it seems like slug blasting is sometimes taking on an adventure things that you have never experienced before however it does seem strange that our diplomatic mission was full of lies and i'm not fully (laughs) understanding why we are saying lies Yeah, I'm not really understanding it either, Trev. Well, this does seem to be important to Helix. Helix is a big fan of fast stunts. (laughs) And I think it we, to our benefit, if we support him in this. You're right, Trev. That that does make sense, I guess. Yeah, Helix made sure we could go to DiboCon, and that was the thing that was important to me. I... I've been such a downer here. I, I just, I feel like a, like a fish can out of water. I, I don't know. <laughs> mm. I fully understand. Maybe if we uh, pull off some crazy stunts here, uh, it'll make us 
better slug blasters. Do something really wild, because that is what I understand slug blasting to be. Trev 4 makes a salient point, Walton. If we push the boundaries and continue to grow, perhaps we will find our place, and Gold Star Disaster will meet its mark. Both of you are right. Lucky to hang out with such smart AIs. Okay. Well, let's find the rest of the crew and... Yeah, we'll, we, we can pull off a sick stunt or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll really push it and do something big. Absolutely. I will start calculating... Big stunt. <laughs> Waltz, your phone rings. Do, do I have caller ID? Do I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it says W Wick. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> is, is, is it, do I know? Is that Wanda? Is that for sure? Or, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Walt, uh, uh, Walt feels his phone buzzing and he, he goes, he uh, flips it up and it's like, oh, hey, Walton Wick speaking. Walt, I just heard about what happened in Wilkie's Candy Lab. Was that really you in Gold Star Disaster? It is Wanda Wick. Oh, uh, hey, Wanda. Uh, yeah, um, well, yeah, we, we did go and make that delivery and, and stuff, but I, it was kind of more for Brinley's job, but we, we did do it as a crew. That's really impressive. Seriously, you're starting to make your mark as slug blasters. Uh, oh. Listen, I'm calling because I think in the wake of all of this, it would be really, really cool if we did some kind of collab sometime. Have you ever been to Null? Funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump back to all of you in the studio. Uh, Shart gathers you all together. Uh, he is he takes off his mirrored shades and is using a makeup wipe uh, to clean off his face. And he's like, all right, so yeah, that, uh, that you, you did get them to uh, say the thing. Uh, so uh, good job. Good job with that. Um, yeah, are you guys... Uh, are you guys ready for uh, for your next part of the challenge? Yeah, I, I think we are, Shart. And again, I just want to say what an honor it is to to work with someone of your talent and caliber. Yeah, cool. Anyway, uh, so, but uh, <laughs> can we just have a, a quick sidebar with my crew here before we jump into the next thing? Oh yeah, sure. And uh, 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 Shart, uh, as you're talking, finishes wiping all of the uh, glow in the dark face paint uh, from his face, uh, and just partway through, uh, yeah, he's 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 doing stuff, and I'll do it. I'll do a bit later. <laughs> uh, great, great, great job, team. I think we really captured the spirit of the the prank element. Uh, I, ju- I guess I just wanted to to check in with everyone and maybe explain some of what we were were doing here. It, I know, I know that seems sort of like weird, but the the, the whole thing with stunts is kind of like it's like being stupid. You know, you do stupid stunts that could break your neck or or get you killed, and then also you run around being stupid in public to inspire stupidity in the people around you make them look dumb and we made those people look extremely foolish so we should be very proud uh and you all turn and look to see uh shart uh putting too much sunscreen in his hand and then he like uh uh, smacks it wetly together between his hands and starts applying it on his arms and face (laughs) uh mave kind of is avoiding eye contact and i was like well we must be doing great at this because i 
certainly feel stupid. And uh, she's munching on. Uh, she found a bag of communion wafers Fox, these things are great, though. I don't, man. Say what you will about Null, but they got snacks figured out. Is a Catholic church? <laughs> Maybe. Well, <laughs> communion wafers can be in uh, all sorts of churches. I just think it's funny that you're saying communion wafers taste good. There's like literally, <laughs> yeah. it is not. Oh, I know. But Maeve's from Thetisfar and has weird taste buds. <laughs> These are her new favorite snack. <laughs> also, like by the mouthful, they probably taste a lot better than one at a time. <laughs> well, they're essentially ice cream cones, right? Yeah. Like it's the same material, yeah. so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's chowing down on some some crunchy <laughs> ice cream cone, uh, eating her feelings. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. We're we're ready to go. All right, uh, let's get some nth gear ready. Oh, are are we portaling? Gold Star listeners, it's me, Lena, your Slugmaster Game Blaster. I just popped in to ask you a few questions. Have you been? It's been a little while since I recorded an ad break. You doing good? Have you listened to the most recent episodes of Quantum Kickflip? We took a little diversion and we played Fiasco for a couple of episodes using a playset created by our very own Michael Vetch. You should definitely listen to it if you have a chance. It's set in Operablum, and though it doesn't directly impact the story of QK, it is still a wildly fun time nonetheless, and you get an opportunity to hear us play a totally different game. Have you told a friend about us? Word of mouth is so, so important for the reach of our podcast, and it would mean the world to us if you talk to someone that you think might enjoy Quantum Kickflip. Have you been following us on social media? We are at Quantum Kickflip on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. And you can follow us there for new episode updates, audiograms, and more. Have you subscribed to us on Patreon? For just $2 a month, you get access to the Shredder tier, which gets you early access to every new episode of Quantum Kickflip. And for only $5 a month, you can join the Ultranaut tier, which gets you early access plus exclusive bi-weekly bonus content. I mentioned the game of Fiasco that we played not too long ago. Not only can you listen to the hilarious and revealing outtakes from Fiasco, but you too can and get access to the Fiasco playset that Michael Vetch created. So you can set your own game of Fiasco in Operablum and use the dozens of prompts that he created to have a very, very fun time at your own table. Uh, I'm going to do the last category for relationship, and Elena and I will have a professional relationship. Nice. Aw, just like in real life. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> Pros. Yeah, we're not friends at all. It's no, no, no. <laughs> strictly business between the two of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's weird because the rest of the devs are friends. That was a full, like, 30 seconds between when I, I started writing something. <laughs> to listen to more outtakes from Fiasco and so, so much more, head to patreon.com slash quantum kickflip. I'd like to thank our sponsors at the Alberta Media Arts Alliance Society, whose goal is to advocate, educate, and celebrate the media arts in Alberta. You can learn more at amaas.ca. We release Quantum Kickflip bi-weekly, so you can catch the continuation of the Fust Challenge on Wednesday, July 5th. 
let's get you back to the action. The camera opens on a vibrant, verdant scene, dense with dozens of varieties of tree and flower even in this small frame. The sky is a bright burning gold, and insects ranging in size from specks of dust to soccer balls buzz by. Mogi walks into frame. He's wearing the same t-shirt, but his skin is already rosy with sunburn and riddled with a smattering of bug bites. Here in the golden jungle, you can encounter all sorts of creatures, plants, and fruits. And there is no fruit more coveted, more ripe, and juicy than the spiky many berry. The camera cuts to a shot of this fruit growing high in a tall tree with enormous fronds. The fruit itself is hidden in a dark brown spiky shell. Mogi speaks in voiceover. The spiky mini berry needs all the sunshine it can get, and so it can only be found growing on the tallest mini palm trees. It has a thorny and unwelcome exterior, just like Chart, and once you break it open, you can enjoy the delicious morsels inside, provided you can handle the smell. Just like Chart! <laughs> this fruit really doesn't want to be eaten, but our tummies are rumbling, and it's up to Gold Star Disaster to dish out some lunch. The camera returns to Mogi, who is now grinning in a sinister manner. He holds up a jar of bright orange fluid. But Shard and I aren't the only ones scoring some grub. We've harvested the nectar of Mega Marigolds, which is irresistible to the bugs here in the Golden Jungle and is also good for your skin. I hope Gold Star Disaster is ready to exfoliate. The camera cuts to Shart addressing Gold Star Disaster in the Golden Jungle. They're standing on a fallen pillar that has been buried by moss and tree roots. All right, so your goal is to get from here? to that uh, many palm tree uh, to swipe a spiky many berry. And he points across the valley to a ridge lined with huge tall trees, like at least four to five stories tall. Operate one stories, keep in mind. <laughs> uh, and while you're doing it, uh, you score even more points if you uh, uh, cover yourselves in this mega marigold nectar. The more you, the more you put on, the, the, the more points you get. And he holds up the jar of orange fluid. Feeding the bees is important, you know. Yeah, as soon as you said more points, Maeve is reaching for it. It's like, yep, sign me up. I'm into it. <laughs> Perfect. This is great. This is more like the classic stunts that everybody loves. We're going to do exactly what I was saying before. Something stupid. Cover ourselves in this nectar. Attract the insects to come and bite us as we scramble up the tree to pick the many bear. It's going to be hilarious, guys. Th I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is great. Uh, Maeve is, uh, is like, what? And she, you look over and she's just like dripping with the nectar already. He's like, super was this this, did you have another one for everyone else? Or is this, do uh, I have to share? Super important question, Maeve. Um, did you cover yourself in nectar while wearing your robe? Oh. I think she took off her robe. Mm -hmm. uh, she took the two of the four sleeves uh, and tied them around her waist like you do with a, with a hoodie on a hot day. Mm -hmm. Um, and let it trail behind her. So she's still got it and can use it for like tricks and stuff. Um, but then slathered her top half with marigold nectar. Okay, great. Great. Um, then there, there might, <laughs> do you use all of it? Cause you're going to be slimy. <laughs> no, I mean, that was, that was more for the bit. I okay, like, okay, do, okay. <laughs> do, I, do I need to share this? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, you can, you can use all of that if you want. Uh, here, here, I got some more jars. 
<laughs> uh, Helix takes one, takes off his shirt. He's got ripped abs, broad shoulders, and just starts slathering himself in it. Uh, he's he's basically just wearing, uh, actually, I guess kind of the same thing. He, his jumpsuit, he lets it fall to his waist and then ties it around his waist. Very good. Um, yeah. Maeve sees this display of, like, the, the guns coming out and the abs and then, like, looks over to Walt expectantly. <laughs> like, uh, Walt has tentatively taken one of the jars and he's, like, <sighs> big sigh, thinking back to his conversation with Trevor, he's like, I gotta do this for Helix. And uh, he, he he takes his tie and he dips it in and he starts using it like a paintbrush to cover himself in, in nectar. Very good. You would think that that would get a disappointed sigh for Maeve, but it's it's working for her. <laughs> she is into it. Shart uh, uh, looks at you, Helix, and he goes, you're not gonna get your legs? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get my legs. I'm gonna get my legs. I, I, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool. I can be cool about it. And start slathering up his legs. He looks dented. He like rolls up his cuff, so it's he's basically just got shorts on essentially, but it's his jumpsuit. Um, uh, Shart shrugs, and you would know from like uh, watching stunts that they have like very similar stunts like this, where they just like get down to the skivvies. Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, okay, sure, you can he, you can roll up your sleeves. Yeah, like he was saying, this is a he's classic stunt. He's bit. like, oh, I've I've seen them go to Thenispar, get a get a scrudnarp to eat krill out of uh, mesh shorts. I've seen them try to uh, go to Empyrean and goad a crystal ox into ramming them. Uh, This is perfect. Uh, Screwing around with nature, classic stunts, stunts. I'm excited to be a part of it. You guys should be too. Does it? No, actually, I was going to have Brinley ask, but I don't think she asks. I think she's straight up just like, Oh, like starts eating the nectar. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) That's fun. Like. Just like, just like she's spreading it around, kind of like sunscreen, and just like, like having a little snack. Okay. Well, yeah, like sunscreen. <laughs> like sunscreen. <laughs> they don't have it in Opera Emblem. Maybe. Uh, how does it taste? Um, it does taste like sweet, but not in a good way. Mm. If that makes like sense. Like stevia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think I, w- I think it is gonna give you an adverse effect, okay? Because you know it's golden jungle, so there's yeah. probably some some intense stuff there. I will mark a bite um, to give you a uh, pins and needle slam, not unlike the pins and needle slam that you had when you uh, surgically had your thumb replaced, but at your whole body. <laughs> okay. And is it on the inside? Oh yeah, in your mouth, uh, on your whole body, uh, uh, uh. Pulsing like a itchy mosquito bite from your the inside of your mouth. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to remind you at this moment that your slam boxes are full because you yeah, did take are. one for the previous downtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Maeve turns to Trev and is like, "Trev, you, you need some some uh, some of this nectar. It, I, I've been trying to put more on, but it really doesn't absorb." Uh, and goes to pass you the remainder of the nectar she has. It seems like it would not be very efficient to put this on me. How is it helping me do the task better? Well, it's it's part of the joke is that, you know, we it's it don't think of it as trying to do the task as efficiently as possible. Think of it as adding to the challenge. That the bigger the challenge we face, the more impressive it is when we pull it off. And this nectar is going to increase the challenge rating by getting a bunch of bugs involved. Yeah, it's like doing a trick. You can you can jump over a park bench or you can jump over a park bench while doing a kickflip. We can climb a tree, or we can climb a tree while being bit by giant football-sized mosquitoes. Ah, so if it's more difficult, that is good for us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe says tentatively. (laughs) (laughs) And Jeff Ward starts uh, 
like p- slathering this stuff on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. He, uh, he's feeling okay about this. It seems if we are on stunts, this might be the best way to increase the difficulty. Nut tap, nut tap, nut tap, <laughs> nut tap. All, everybody's getting a nut tap. And Trev Ford does it to himself. It doesn't do anything to him. <laughs> bang! Uh, Maeve doubles over and, like, she kind of groans and then goes into a, to a heavy cough. Because uh, I just looked at my sheet and realized that I still have the slams of smoker's cough and grounded from my last adventure. Uh, which means I only have my one extra slam box remaining for and this. And I mean... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I need to honor this offer that Trip for set forward and give y'all everybody a bean slap. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm noping that. Uh, Walt, you're super beaned. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not going to fill my second box, but it's going to take two runs. <laughs> yeah, you got super beaned. Oh my god. <laughs> you can nope it. You can nope the super. <laughs> Maeve can nope it on your behalf. She's trying to trying to uh, get some good. Like he's uh, the fifth one, in. and you're just like Prince Trev, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Helix is gonna take it and specifically like look at like he's he sees you coming and he almost cheats towards the camera, the back behind the scenes camera, so that it's a great shot of him getting nut tapped and then he hits it. And he's like, Ugh! like he may, he mugs to the camera. He's trying to trying to make the most of it. Uh, and I'll take that slam. Perfect. Do you try to nut tap shirt? Trev Four probably doesn't think that, you know, well, he's not really participating in the event. But then Trev Four has a, another thought. It's like, but he probably wants to be a part of the group. Bam, nut tap. Uh, tonk. <laughs> shirt is wearing a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been through this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. Ah, <laughs> I see. This is why you come prepared. Am I, am I noping that slam for you? Is that... Uh, no, I'm super beaned. <laughs> Walt is taking the super slam of super uh, beans. There is, yeah, uh, is this the first super slam that has successfully gone through? Yeah, I think it has. Oh my god. I can nope it for you. Nope, I'm, I'm okay. super beaned now. Uh, nope in your nope. Hard anime cut to, we were just in the golden jungle, it is now a black background with a single spotlight shining down on Walt, back to the camera in the fetal position, cold shudders emanate from him. Uh, he... he <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Epididymal damage, uh, just full on. The the, the vast deference, they are not as vast as they once were. Uh, Yeah. Walt, his cold fetal position figure, just manages to gasp out, Oh, nuts. All right, on your mark, get set. And then Shart blasts an air horn. And uh, y'all need to get a spiky many berry. It is, it looks like it's sort of like across a, a wide valley, up a ridge, and up a super tall tree. So, to track your progress in getting this berry, I am giving you all the progress track of many berry. Once this track is fully cleared, you will have the berry. So as we're released uh, to like go chasing after this, I don't know if the others are kind of taking off initially. Are are what's the? Yeah, I think it's it's go time. But if like, you go we're first, all gonna yeah. go as a group. I'm I'm thinking like if Walt is just still trying to like recover and gain semblance, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go up to you. see Walt. I think we're doing very well. This is a great stunt so far. <laughs> That's my pep talk. Uh, <laughs> you, you're doing very well. We're doing very well on this stunt, and you're going to 
Just kill it. Uh, totally, Trev. Thanks for throwing me in the deep end there. Oh, and because I was going to say, like, doesn't that refill our hype dice, which we haven't used any of? Why are you doing that? But it can also... Also, clear a slam for a teammate. (laughs) So you're back down to just beat. Just just regular beat. (laughs) (laughs) Would you also like to do another big stunt? I could help you immensely. I have these new arms. I'm thinking if we need to get there as quickly as possible, I could just throw you there. Uh, yeah, sure, Trev. Yeah, and you're already with- picked up. <laughs> like you grab by the collar and just, yeah. And so I'm going to... Roll to yeet Walt? <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling to yeet Walt. Okay. With my heavy duty servos. Uh, roll to, or to lift or carry very heavy things. Uh, slowly crush things in your hands or jump great distances. I think it, it. I did apply it specifically to my arm. So could yeeting Walt apply under this? Yeah, yeah. I think I'll allow a yeet. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, I'm going to add a kick on this. I want to do a trick with Ooh. this throwing uh, of uh, Walt. And uh, I'm going to, yeah, use another D6 from my... From my turbo. Mm. All right. I do roll a six on that there. Uh, just to, <laughs> with the extra kick, and just like whip, whip him as far as I can. Is that going to mark two two spots on the track? That's going to mark two spots on the track. Do you want to describe what this throw looks like? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I'm spinning in place. You know, my one hand's up by your shoulder. Uh, the other one's like by your waist and you're like air pin, uh, airplanes throwing you and whip you. You're like crashing through foliage. And just <laughs> uh, crashing and... Um, I guess it's up to you how you are going to land that or take advantage of that. But currently, you're flying through the air uh, pretty high up, maybe even clearing some of the lower level trees. And Yeah, um, I think uh, Walt has been so so swiftly upon arriving in the Golden Jungle, uh, destructively nut-tapped and then yeeted, as it were. Uh, and so he did as it were. <laughs> uh, and you know what? Uh, the, the the second the second little little punch of the balls did hurt a lot enough to super bean him. But as was discussed with the pep talk, uh, there's something about just the freedom of soaring through the air that there's a release. You know, it's that thing where you're, you're going high on a swing and you feel like the the vertigo and it just something about it. Uh, it relieves the super from the beans. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're getting into this whole siblinghood of uh, stupidity. You know, like there's a freedom. <laughs> We're no, all doing there, this some, together. Yeah, the adrenaline rush really yeah. takes away from the ball pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been saying. <laughs> so um, I, I do get a style for that, right? You do get a style for that. Please mark yeah, your style. So, yeah, you, Trev has done this directly in front of the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I think. Um, if Walt's been thrown like this, he's already a little separate from the group. Uh. I, th- I think Walt's just gonna, he's gonna, he's been, he's flying through this foliage and he's gonna run into one of these big old bug nests. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, like if, intentionally? <laughs> uh, like maybe he kind of sees it coming and he like kind of leans into it and he's like, you gotta do it for the stunts. We're like, 
Trev said, we're, do we're going big for Helix. We're doing it for Helix. And if that means Wolf has to throw his head face first into a big old, uh, like, nega-friction wasp nest, he's got to do it. <laughs> so it's possible you could have, like, as you're crashing through, you could have avoided it. You leaned into it a little bit for yeah. a better shot. Yeah. Um, are you... <laughs> Is there any intention here of trying to also get closer to the many berry, or are you just uh, freely giving yourself problems in addition to all the bite that I have? <laughs> um, I think Walt is trying to, in his own way, cause a distraction for the bulk of the insects so the rest of his crew has a chance to go for the berry. <laughs> I do dig that very much. Um... I, I feel conflicted in making you roll for this because it does feel like the problem is, like, fully baked in. Um, you know well, what? If as part of that, uh, I was thinking of whatever this roll is that I'm making, I would take a dare for it to get into a d6. But a instead of marking the trouble for that, I would be introducing this new problem. I love that. Yeah. And I think what I'll say is that this roll, uh, like you said, is to maybe take some of the heat off of your fellow crewmates. Maybe they do get like uh, some bug action enough to be like appealing to the camera or whatever, but you've got the bulk of it and maybe you even look more impressive as a result, right? So yeah, um, let's roll for that outcome. All right, so I'll be rolling the chills normal 2d6 plus that third one from the dare. 3d6. Um, I guess... I think you're doing a trick. I think you need to say you're doing I a think, trick. I guess I have to say I'm doing a trick and check it. Check it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one, a two, and a one, folks. Uh, so because of Steezy, I have rolled two ones and I mark a style. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you get your style anyway. And problems are worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is delightful. Um. <laughs> uh, as Walt is is soaring through his, his uh, flight path here, uh, he tries to turn and look back to where he remembers the camera being and says, do it for the stunts? <laughs> <laughs> as you uh, turn and, and say, do it for the stunts, you uh, crash into this uh, beehive and you sort of knock a chunk of it off and a swarm sort of like erupts from it and starts barreling down on the rest of your crew. <laughs> you smack into the tree, you start getting swarmed by bees, you fall and you fall to the bottom, uh, to the underbrush of the golden jungle um, and, uh, I, I think I gotta give you a stung slam. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you land in a heap. And you, you try to collect yourself in the midst of this stinging and stickiness and the pain of the crash. And you sit up and you are, uh, face to face with an operablin with a stoic expression and heavy, heavy eyeliner. You are looking at Whitney Wick. What? <laughs> Who else has a play to get to this spiky many berry? Maeve's got plenty of ideas, but uh, I, I think she's she's 
been shaken by their experience at the church. Her heart's not really, really in it as much as it was. So, uh, uh, as as always, she bows to the queen and looks to uh, Brinley to see what she's got in store for us. Uh, Brinley is known for uh, traversing difficult terrain. She is going to kick off on her board, uh, start things slow with her impulse rig, roll to launch herself high in the air, use your beam like a grappling hook, or give yourself a boost of speed. Her her, her trajectory is like up. Uh, up, you say. <laughs> up at, a, uh, at an angle, up and forward if we can. Okay. I think that maybe um, you... We're established to be like on a, a fallen pillar as Shart was giving you your instructions. Mm-hmm. So I think there are some ruins that are like crumbled and collapsed at varying angles. And I'm pretty sure that like part of the slab and some of the pillars make a sick ramp. Yee. All right. Uh, I will add a d6 from my attitude. I will do a trick, which gives me another d6. And because I'm attempting a trick... I can refill that attitude immediately. You want to take some of our hype dice? Uh, sure. Yeah. And we just haven't used them yet this run, and this feels like the time to do it. Yeah, we have we have kick as part of that as well. Yeah. I'll, I'll take a hype kick. Okay. A kick. A kick. Got it. <laughs> so rolling three d six with a kick. That's a six. Of course, there's a six. Describe this trick. She launches herself in the air, does a grab while she's while she's in there. Uh, while she's in there, while she's up there, uh, soaring through and maybe even like banks off of a tree. Nice. And is just hurtling, hurtling onward and upward, baby. Uh, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, so you are, you've cleared sort of the wide valley um, and are approaching the ridge uh, where you can get up to the top of the tree. Uh, to get this spiky mini berry. And as you get this air, um, all of you hear a voice. Did you just see that? And um, maybe for the three of you that are still like, maybe you're making your way through the valley, right? I, I imagine that y- y'all are progressing and doing your things. This is more or less simultaneous. Um, uh, emerging from the trees, all around you are five popularians wearing athletic gear on hover skates. And Helix, you recognize two of them, Tybalt and K-Jump of BRB. And Tybalt's like, oh, whoa, it's so cool to see you here in the golden jungle after our previous encounter. Yeah, we're, we're here doing a, a, a thing, and he gestures to his glistening shirtless body covered in, in nectar. <laughs> so, scram, all right? Oh, you're doing a thing? And and you, you turn to see this, like, uh, tall, uh, uh, thin, very, like, fit, uh, popularian girl. Um, and she's got, like, sort of a headband around her head, and her hair is... Um, like an afro that comes out. Um, and she's got her hover skates on that are different from everyone else's skates in that they are glowing bright green and made of white. And uh, she says, well, maybe this is a good time for us to settle the score. You may have heard of me. I'm Whiplash, former number one on the leaderboard before I was ousted by your crewmate, Brinley. 
Whatever you're doing, we're gonna do it first. Right, team? And everyone's like, yeah! And then they like kind of do these like strong poses all around you. <laughs> it's not as like sleekly choreographed as Lazy Bunny, but it does have this like uh, weird semi-corpo vibe to it. We can settle the score another time. This is our big moment. I'm not gonna have you screw it up, all right? We are working with Fust, thank you very much. So let us get back to the task at hand. And again, he looks absurd as he's like, he's taking this so seriously, but he's covered in in nectar uh, and then I'm wielding a big weapon, which we'll get to when it's eventually my turn. Or oh, he's, okay. in the, he's in the process of firing up what he was going to do yeah. on my turn. Yeah. Uh, Maeve overhears this exchange and is like, no, 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 Helix, if they, if they think they can hack it, then I say we let them give a try. What we're trying to do is get as many bugs chasing after us as possible. That's the challenge. So if you think you can do that better than us, uh, I mean, we're all covered in, in Mega Marigold Nectar, so uh, I'd, I'd like to see you try to get more bugs attacking you than are attacking us. Well, if this is our opportunity to impress Fust... This seems like the perfect time to beat you at your own game. You got some of that Mega Marigold nectar? Yeah, uh, here here you go. And she tosses over the rest of the bottle that she earlier offered to Trev. And then uh, um, kind of like picks up the, the sleeve of one of her, uh, one of her sleeves off of her jacket and sort of like rings it out a little bit and like <laughs> looks around like, eh, anyone, anyone? Uh, uh, there's probably enough in the bottle. You don't need. <laughs> uh, uh, Tybalt uh, effortless, effortlessly catches the jar and kind of like messily pours some of it over. He already had his shirt off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he tosses it to one of the other uh, uh, crew members. Uh, and then K-Jump, the, the girl with the backpack and the twin braids, says, guys, you need to listen to me. Helix wasn't the one who was on the leaderboard. She was. And she points to Brinley. And she says, wherever she's going is where we need to go. Come on team right whiplash and whiplash is like let's roll out oh boy helix i tried to turn him into a distraction tactic to to buy brinley some time but i think i accidentally gave them everything they need to show us up we need to move uh so (laughs) i am going to spend a bite to create a danger track now uh uh, y'all have Barry left on your track. So the danger track is also going to say Barry. Any complication will mark the danger track, but if you succeed, you will mark your own track. The first one to clear their Barry track gets the Barry. <laughs> yeah, Helix looks at you and just sort of like throws his hands up. Like, I know, that's why I was trying to, uh, whatever. Is there somebody interrupting our quest? <laughs> no, there, it's just another layer to the challenge. We're just making it harder. Oh, they're making it harder. Okay, so I will leave them be then. Maeve looks at Helix and is like, "Uh, I don't, I don't know. Should we, should we, sick our robot on him? Like, is that, is that bad form?" <laughs> don't worry. I know a very hilarious way of dealing with them. It'll be very good footage for this stunt. Uh, Maeve looks at Helix and gives you the same look, uh, that she gave you when, when we were, uh, about to eat psychedelic candy mushrooms in the candy dimension. It's like, yeah, Trev, sure. I, I want to see what you got in store here. Excellent. And immediately raises his wrists, uh, pointing up and is going to unleash some taser bolts and, and, and like says, 
it seems like it is very funny for somebody to be electrically shocked and their limbs move in all sorts of random directions. Ooh, That's pretty good. Boy, no. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> swats your arm down. I was like, well, uh, maybe, maybe less physical comedy. Uh, if mm. it, it just feels like a lot. Taser is too much, then. Taser's a little too much, yeah. <laughs> no worries. I have another solution. Is there some, like, uh, like maybe some, like, larger, uh, like, f- fruits and stuff like that? Like, not the many berry, obviously, but, like, other type of things. That oh, are, this like, is squishy. the golden jungle. If you want... Actually, and I have my uh, hyper-optic visor. I'm immediately looking for soft, uh, throwable oh, things. You want squishy. Yeah. You want uh, uh, slushy. You want slimy. Yep. Uh, There's a whole grove of mega mangoes just, just oh, down the hill. yes. And they burst. Okay, yeah, I love it. I'm going to uh, immediately head that way, grab some of those, and I'm going to just, like, I don't know how they're spread out before me, but as I, as they're scrambling towards the those trees ahead, I'm going to just start, once again, with my heavy servoed arms, just started whipping these things as best as I can. I'm going to try to take out one or two of them kind of thing. So while you're uh, hucking fruits at BRB, uh, Maeve, what's your play? Uh, Maeve is going to engage the concept prism on her hard like jacket. Mark one turbo, you temporarily split into 3D6 colorful instances of yourself. Um, and I want to make an offer. If I, if I mark a kick in addition to the turbo that I'm already marking... Instead of making 3D6 colorful instances of myself, can I make 3D6 colorful instances of Brinley? Because they said, wherever Brinley goes, that's where we need to go. Ooh. And I want to make it really hard to tell where Brinley's going. Hmm. <laughs> if I mark two kick, I'll can I make it Brinley? I'll take two kick for the 3D6, yeah. Okay, okay. So I'm marking a turbo and then two kick in addition to that. Yeah. That's going to wipe out. three turbo just to get this... Yep. Off. Yep. But yep, I don't yep. even care. I'm doing it because yes. I don't even have to roll for the thing. It just it just works. Oh, now. dip. All right. So I have marked the three uh, turbo. I've I've marked all three kick on my photonic jacket, and I'm gonna roll three d six to figure out how many Brinleys are skating around causing chaos. Nice. We got seven Brinleys. <laughs> seven Brinleys. Amazing. There's so many. Uh, so they all, like we've talked about, as as Maeve is uh, rocketing forward on her hoverboard, kind of like uh, stop motiony or like 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 you're taking snapshots. Uh, these these Brinleys break off of her one by one, uh, but it's a little bit of a jarring effect because it's usually like an, an identical copy of her, but in this case, it's all all Brinleys uh, in various glowing jewel tones, uh, and they, I think they still. You know, it says they would do, they act like you would act. Uh, so I think they still act like Maeve would act. Oh, very good. Um, but Maeve kind of, you know, directs them to like, hey, uh, throw them off Bryn's trail. And they all kind of, uh, <laughs> what do they say in Brinley's voice back to me? Sure thing, El Capitan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Um, I struggle a little bit with the concept prism. I'll be honest with you. Because, you know, marking a turbo to make a thing happen is like, great, dandy. Yeah. There is still the part of my GM brain that is like, I feel like there needs to be a role. Is the role more, how does it work? Like, the it's not, do, do the copies exist? But the role is, does BRB fall for it? Maybe. 
that does yeah i see what you mean like it does still feel like there needs to be a role here yeah i think so here's what i'll say Mm -hmm. i think i do want to get a role to see how this distraction play works on brb Mm -hmm. for now i will waive the condition that a complication advances the danger track the danger track will not be advanced with this role okay i like i like them odds uh, I'm going to roll 1d6 just for fun, but also I'm going to add a d6 for my attitude. <laughs> uh, and if I can have one of them hype dice, I would appreciate that very much. Uh, you have a hype die. Uh, there is one hype die left in the pool. Wonderful. I have a way of refilling that later. Rolling 3d6. And what the heck? I'll mark a kick. We got a six. A six. All right, describe the pandemonium that ensues as these Brinleys uh, throw BRB off uh, uh, the trail? Yeah, I think they're just like, I I think the fun of it is just them finding different things to be plausibly doing that might be uh, our our ultimate goal, right? Because if they all just like take off in different directions, it's pretty easy to follow them. But uh, so I think like, some of them... Can we... Because there's like seven Brinleys. Yeah. Uh, and they aren't... They aren't necessarily based on Brinley. They're based on kind of your impression of Brinley. Yeah. Uh, from each player, can I get one thing that you think Brinley would do? And that <laughs> is what one of the Brinleys is doing. I love this. Uh, yeah, one of them is using the gravity gauntlet to spin uh, around a tree branch like nonstop, just going in circles, loop the loop style. <laughs> Very good. Uh, another one is uh, running around trying to grab as many flies out of the air and eat them as possible. <laughs> uh, really did mention how she has eaten bugs before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely just some standing flips. <laughs> one just flipping yeah. over and over in place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are using their gravity gauntlets to just like, you know, they're, they're standing next to each other and then one of them like launches the other one back like 30 feet uh, and then they get up and dust themselves off and then come back over and then launch the other one 30 feet in the other direction. <laughs> launching each other back and forth. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, I think another one is uh, just going up to whatever it perceives as like a creature that they can deliver a package to. So they're just tr- constantly like handing over a package. It's, a, it's all like an illusion, right? Yeah, it's all hard think. light. Yeah. So it's uh, just this hard light box that d- delivering to just like a frog that's sitting there and <laughs> goes over and she's delivering to another one. Like, <laughs> Oh, very good. Um, uh, I think BRB is definitely very confused uh, by the antics that are going on here. Yeah, throughout all of this, they're like making a point of weaving through BRB, like cutting off BRB's path to go do the things they're doing and like launching each other in BRB's way and just like Mm. generally trying to get their attention and mix up which one is the real Bryn. Oh, and you know what BRB is doing? Uh, Whiplash keeps calling out uh, different formations and like... Uh, a sports team. They like keep forming up in different configurations. It's like two, two, and one, or they like make a V, and then they try a V the other way, and then they're making a cross, and like they keep doing these things where they're like grouping up and trying to 
you know, uh, uh, dodge or get past or thwart uh, Brinley. Um, but then anytime they do, another Brinley comes in their way uh, <laughs> until Whiplash finally says, just scatter! Uh, and, and BRB uh, uh, breaks off uh, individually, um, each pursuing their own Brinley, because y'all did a very good job not telling them what the thing actually is. Their best guess is maybe something to do with chasing bugs, but definitely something to do with Brinley. Uh, so they are not on the trail. I'm going to let this um, not marking the danger track ride for the next action. Oh, damn. <laughs> Feels generous. Um, We've only got and that mark two, right? With the kick. Hmm. I, I guess I almost saw this as like not marking the progress track. We can mark one. Does that sound fair? Or should I just mark two? I mean, I did put a kick on it because I wanted to mark two, but like, yeah, let's mark if two. It, yeah. I feel like it should be two or none, and I'm let's fine with two. it being none. The, the, let's do two. Yeah, it marks two. The other alternative, and I was going to pitch this for mine anyways, is just like we add it to the danger track, so we lengthen their danger track because they're so. Oh. Because it's going to be longer for them to get back on board, right? So it's it's not shortening hours necessarily because it's directed at them, but it's lengthening their track. That's Ooh, super I'm into that. Interesting. Yeah. Do because you want to? Because as yeah, it wasn't directed at helping us. It's against them. Do you want to do that for your squish fruit play? Yeah, that was what I was going to pitch for mine. Anyway, let's do that. So we'll I'll go ahead and mark two on the progress track for what you did. Okay. And I like this play to potentially lengthen their danger track with your play, uh, Dave. Yeah, that's right. So, like, I'm taking advantage of them, like, being distracted by all of this and just, like, and, and like, now Trev, Trev 4 is realizing, oh, we need to get good ratings and good things, so this needs to be funny. So, like, I'm I'm going to do, once again, uh, I'm going to do a trick as I do this, and I'm going to try to do, like, these, like, try to nail two of them at once and, like... Yeah. Uh, do another person maybe like hit them and like send them into like a pile of manure? This kind of like oh class. you'll you'll get your mini montage if you succeed, fam. Yeah, absolutely oh, okay. beautiful. Now this is the most important thing in my life. This is the most important thing. <laughs> You're always really good at judging which rules are the most important. This is on, the only thing that the matters. only thing that matters. You are correct. Uh, so I am going to add a kick from my visor. My vi visor is helping me like guide it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to add a d6 from my attitude. Uh, I would love to use a hype die. Yeah, use the last one. Yep, that uh, fills out your hype. All right, here we go. There is a six in there. Start your montage. All right, <laughs> as I said, uh, Trev Four immediately like sinks down in uh, beneath the leaves and starts zipping around close to the ground and just like rising up behind them like <laughs> like an alien coming up behind them and just like bam like really close and he's recording this on his hyper optic visor right Amazing. so he's just like what bam right in the face uh, this, uh, <laughs> and then quickly we cut over to another one yeah he nails two of them at once Take that, swamp butts. And then. Throwing uh, with both hands or ricocheting off one, one and hitting the yeah, other. Yeah, that's right. Like <laughs> pin, uh, pinballing them. Yeah. Bam, bam. And. Uh, 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 mapping out the vectors with his robot brain. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then finally, sweeping up behind this other one who is looking around, not sure, and like kind of noticing. Hey, where, where is everybody? Bam! Right in, the, like, as they turn around, bam, into the face, they fall back into a pile of manure. And yeah, this person was wearing um, 
big giant um, uh, headphones yeah. um, and shades. Their uh, hover skates are very like sleek and dark colored. Um, and as they've been sort of gliding through uh, the golden jungle, they haven't been making a lot of sound. Um, but you're even quieter. I feel like we just saw like the predator cam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh shit, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> You're in the, the treetops. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, can I pitch that rather than like adding a word at the start or anything by to lengthen their track, we just add more Y's at the end of Barry, so it just says Barry. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many are we adding? I don't uh, know. How many did, I, did you I put added in the cake? A- I added a kick to it. Let's add... Because you could change Barry to Berries, and that would be I-E-S instead of a Y. And then that would add two to the danger track, which I think makes a lot of sense. All right, so uh, I think it is your turn, Mr. Helix Pinnacle. Yeah, you're saying this all more or less happened simultaneously? More or less, yeah. Great. So I think Helix has been jogging through the woods. Uh, I don't know if it's Shart on camera with him or like a drone or both, but he's he's fiddling with his hard light board currently in the sort of shield mode on his arm that mm. I've described. He's trying to set something up and he's also trying to talk to the camera. And this is all happening simultaneously. He's like, all right, we're a gold star disaster and this is, and then you hear Walt go, ah! he's like, <laughs> <laughs> running, running, trying to keep eye on the camera. This is gold star disaster. And we're, and they see Brinley in the background go flying in a much more righteous way. He looks up. He's like, oh, cool. Okay. Uh, this is, this is gold star disaster. Uh, and then I'm going to spend a bite to give you a slime of stung. <laughs> Oh, yeah. as uh, as you're like this is gold star does that you get temporarily swarmed by wasps and they go stink 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 sing, and then they fly away. Sure, I'm gonna nope it and yep, you can nope it. Uh, he immediately uh, uh, ducks and dodges and and um, I'll nope it. Uh, I take two trouble, right? Yep. He's really trying. This is the moment he's been waiting for. Bats away these these uh, wasps. He's like, this is gold star disaster. What? No, we're doing a thing here. So scram. <laughs> this is gold star. He's still running. Gold star disaster, and we're. I, he looks off camera, shrugs like I don't know. Trev, do whatever you want. I, this is gold star disaster. <laughs> and as as uh, chaos Brinley's and uh, um, fruit starts flying, he finally gets his moment. He goes, "This is gold star disaster, and this is the many berry honey pot." And uh, finally gets the thing on his arm to go. It extends into a giant fly swatter, and he goes into a full shirtless sprint. All this chaos is happening behind him, and he just starts slapping uh, uh, wasps with the particular ability uh, Photon Exciter, roll to damage things. You grind slide, Ollie, or just smack with your board. Uh, he's going to smack a bunch of flies, a bunch of mosquitoes, a bunch of wasps, whatever they are. All right. Presumably doing so will clear the way for you to ascend. I'm going to, I picture you maybe being at the top of the ridge by this point. And you know, you're a slug blaster. You're like uh, uh, running and like maybe, I don't know, does Helix do parkour? No, I'm he's just. realizing your heart light board is just on your wrist. So you're just running. He's sprinting with the rest of them through the woods. Lena. Um, yes, Maeve. Uh, do you have particular, this is Robin talking. Hello, Robin. <laughs> do you have a particular type of bug that you're waiting to roll out? Because my GM brain has been going wild uh, with, with what the bugs could be, and I have an offer. You have an offer. I love offers. Um, it's the, the 
insects that Walt released from it's yeah you know, we we described it as a hive and they're bees but they're they're not actually bees um they're like you know in a cartoon when a bunch of bugs move in a big swarm and they like make the shape of a hand or make the shape of an arrow or something mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. that these in the golden jungle that's how these bugs actually they're like a, a swarm a hive mind that can all like work together to create complex shapes and and they're called mobskitos mobskitos <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you for this gift. Um, I'm. Uh, I mean, you you noped to the slime of sl- stung, but it would have actually been uh, stung punched sure. because they formed a big fist and swung, and then what you happens, What happens it, instead of uh, it, it, it was coming into SWAT? Helix, and instead of swatting the bugs, they came in to swat you. Almost inspired, the, like, oh, you want to get swatted? Swat yeah. yes. oh, I'll swat you. Oh, I like this very, very much. It is you versus this these mobskies. And I also love that you you made me have to nope this because my plan was to take a double dare and mark two trouble, but I can't do that. You have two empty trouble <laughs> boxes only left. Have... If you mark your last trouble box, disaster strikes. Exactly. So I'm not going to do that. So okay. your bite stopped me from uh, min maxing this, and and probably. Succeeding de facto. Great. You could take a dare instead of a double dare if you so choose. Uh, yeah, I think you guys have started this episode with a dare. I'm going to take a dare. If you mark that last trouble box, disaster, my friend. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, how many uh, things left on the board? On the thing? Three? Three. Uh, I'll actually do it for a kick. Okay. So I'm adding one kick, and then I'm going to add a kick from my hard light board uh, and a D6 uh, from my pool. So two kick on it to clear the track, two D6 for the roll. He's running through the woods. Chaos is happening behind him. I'm just very worried about this roll. I want it to succeed so bad. A five. A five. Mixed success. So you got- whack. Whack. He's just batting him away, like chopping down uh, like a machete in the in the jungle, but he's just knocking away these flies. And we got one. La- I didn't want to. I wanted someone else to get the, the final bit. So I probably could add an extra kick, but. Mm, but wait, did you add one kick or two? Two. That'll get you all the way there. Oh, that'll get us all the way there. Great. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. You clear the, you're going to clear the uh, progress track. These mobskitos are like forming different, like they form a gun and you swat it and it goes into <laughs> more flies and then it comes together as like an angry mouth with teeth snapping at you and you swat it and then it like reforms as another thing, but just every time you're like swat, swat, swat. Uh, yeah, until I finally make it to the to the tree and start climbing. Mm-hmm. Unless. Unless. This five. <laughs> this five. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna keep it simple for your complication. Yeah, you, you're fighting off the, the mobskitos, right? Yeah. Um, I think at one point, uh, uh, you know, they form all of the beautiful shapes that Robin described. They also form a mini twister mm-hmm. and twist around you. And it's hard to swat 360. Um, so you get uh, twister stung, and that is your slam. Sweet. <laughs> and also, that's that's great, because he wants to be the stunt guy, and he's the fun of, of a great stunt is seeing them with the bruises after, being like, oh, look, he got me good. Uh, so this this is actually a win. This, this I am I, I definitely slammed, but it's a win. <laughs> um, I will also say, this will advance the uh, danger track. Not that it matters, because you cleared your progress track. But... As you're climbing the tree, you encounter Whiplash. And she starts to follow you up the tree. And uh, she seems kind of annoyed. (laughs) Uh, She's definitely clocked the cameras that are around. And she looks at you and she's like, trying to like climb and keep up with you. Uh, She's pretty fit, right? So she's like, kind of keeping up with you. Uh, And she says, 
So are you just here to make a mockery of slug blasting or what? Slug blasting, <laughs> climbing noises. Slug blasting <laughs> can be a lot of things to a lot of people, okay? How it, it, this is slug blasting. Well, congratulations. I guess Gold Star Disaster specializes in stupid slug blasting. Thank you. <laughs> and you uh, now fucks off, and he like kicks down and tries to like knock her grip off of the branch. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I think that that she's like uh, covered in stings. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know she's she's too savvy to be like knocked down by this. Um, but it definitely gives you the edge that you were able to climb to the top and pull down a spiky. Many berry. Gold Star Disaster, we got it! And like, <laughs> maybe at least Brinley is up in the canopy with him, like, lands not far behind, uh, tosses him down to Brinley. Yeah. Nice, nice. Maeve uh, recalls the the seven Brinleys, uh, Hardlight Brinleys, and as they rejoin with her, uh, they flip off the members of BRB one by one, just like, as they're joining, I was like, flip off. Flip off, flip off, flip off, and then they rejoin up with Maeve's coat. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the members of BRB each take this differently. Uh, Whiplash, uh, you know, got roasted by Helix, so she's got her own thing that she's dealing with. Um, the uh, person who is just, like, covered in manure is just, like, staring daggers and isn't moving. <laughs> uh, and is just, like, if if they could steam, they would be steaming <laughs> right now. They uh, might be a little steaming. They might be a little steamer. <laughs> uh, uh uh, K-Jump just, like, pumps her fist, like, oh, man, better luck next time, K-Jump. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Tybalt just kind of waves it all, like, ah, ah, you guys. <laughs> um, and uh, Gold Star Disaster, you uh, make your way towards the base of the tree to meet up uh, with Helix, who has successfully acquired the spiky many berry. Um, but we're going to cut away for a moment because I want to check back in with Walton Wick who has come face-to-face with Whitney Wick. Whitney, what? Where? Why? <laughs> we we were, well. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, Whitney, with just her eyes, looks you up and down. Uh, sees you, you know, covered in in nectar. Uh, one of the wasps comes up to, you know, investigate this delicious juice. She whips out her gravity beam, shoots it, and flings it away, and all while still staring at you. Um, enjoying your trip to the golden jungle? Uh, wow, it's it's so funny. I was I was just talking to to Wanda, and um, uh, she she had uh, uh, mentioned that that. You guys might want to might want to team up and do do a collab sometime. It's it's funny that we're running into each other now, and I'm covered in goop. Whitney looks over to see a sapphire Brinley uh, swinging in perfect circles around a branch, <laughs> uh, and she looks back at you and raises an eyebrow. Oh, you know we're here for classic Gold Star Disaster stuff. It's um, 
you know, part of our uh, typical brand to be here and do this. She crosses her arms. Okay, you got me. We're, <laughs> we were challenged by some fussed stunts guys from Null, and I don't know, we've been here bullying people at a church, and now we're getting stung by bugs, and I thought it was a good idea, but I've been hitting the nuts twice today. <laughs> she looks like she's thinking about something. Uh, and then Whitney reaches into her pocket and pulls out a device. Uh, and you maybe wouldn't recognize the device specifically in this form, um, uh, but it's got like a screen and maybe a dial or something. And like, uh, anyway, she she holds out the readings to you, and that's when you recognize that it's a space-time amphimeter. And she kind of tilts her head, kind of like in a, you want to go. Gold Star Disaster, we got it! Um, Walt hears Helix's voice ring out from up above in the canopy, and he just sighs and nods and follows Whitney. And as the two of you make your way towards the thin zone that will take you out of the golden jungle, we go back to the base of the many palm tree where Maeve, Brinley, Trev, and Helix reunite with their prize. Well, Moogie and Chart, here you go. Drink drink up. Uh, and he's so pleased with himself. He's just got a grin ear to ear. But the four of them just look like a mess. Like they're all stung up. They got a puffy face. <laughs> they're covered in this sticky liquid that's now messed with their sweat. Scratches from the jungle. It it like they look they look definitely worse for wear. Oh, you have no idea when and how he did this, but Shart is now dressed like a butler, wearing like the <laughs> most plastic looking coat with coattails, yeah. uh, and like super cheap white gloves and he has a silver platter with a lid and he holds it out to you to put the many berries on. Sweet. Can he also not pants but like a black speedo? Yep. 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 Maeve and Trev are uh, like Maeve's got all four hands on one uh, like on four specks of the many berry on one side and then Trev's got the other side and they're like going to crack it open and Trev's doing all the work because he has the heavy duty servos but Maeve's like (laughs) Helping, I guess. <laughs> Basically just holding one side steady as Trev cracks it. Uh, as you crack it open uh, more and more, it just reeks. It smells so oh. bad. If anyone's ever smelled durian, it, that's what it's going to yeah. smell like. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah. I think Maeve's back on board with this this whole <laughs> stupid stunt thing. She's like, oh, that's so rank. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever smelled. Oh, are we gonna eat this? <laughs> Brindley, you look thirsty. <laughs> uh, but it appears to be solid. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to chew. Crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shart, cheers. Oh, thanks, Stone the Hatch. And he just like gulps a mouthful of there's seeds. Yeah. Like like a pomegranate. But like slimier, and he just like gulps a mouthful of these seeds and immediately coughs it back up, just like in out. <laughs> I mean, we were all doing it. Like, yeah. yeah. Is it is it like durian where it smells awful but tastes amazing, or is it does it taste as bad as it smells? Uh, it smells awful and tastes. Eh? Okay. <laughs> Maeve loves it. Then we're all, we're all hacking hacking up lungs and coughing and giggling and smiling and being you know s- scratched and stung and yeah. sweaty. 
I am ignoring medical protocols because this <laughs> is a stunt. And you that's got like it, the, buddy. The, the blow line for the for the stunt sketch is this clueless robot. Yeah, um, boom, logo crashes in, uh, it goes to commercial. And then just as it starts to be, wait, where's Walt? And and Trevor is like already kind of noticing it anyway, so it was like starting scanning out, uh, you know, expanding that all around him, uh, trying to like look for life life forms and stuff like that. So he's maybe noticing like life forms like, oh, that's BRB and that's the, but like, I don't know. Do I get any sense of uh, Walton? No, you don't know where he went. It was just getting back on board and then immediately comes crashing down again. I'm like, right, right. The, the feelings I felt earlier. <laughs> so, it looks like Gold Star Disaster has a choice to make. Helix knows that the format of a stunts episode is broken down into three. The prank challenge, the stunt challenge, and the gross-out challenge. Do you complete the final task set out to you by Fust? Or do you search for your friend, Walton Wick? 